You are now tuned in to the Property Management Show with your host, Alex Osanenko. We bring in the experts of today so you can be the master of tomorrow in all things property management. Whether it's getting more doors, running a profitable fee-based business, or by simply being the best property manager. So, grab a pen and paper because this episode is sure to be a good one. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of the Property Management Show. Those of you who are listening, wanted to say thank you very much. Thank you for your reviews on iTunes. Uh, it's humbling. Uh, we see our audience growing. We see the need for quality information, for sharing and making this industry um, really take a bite out of this huge opportunity, huge market out there. Steve and I, my guest and I were just talking, 75%, as most of you know, some of you are actual landlords who are listening uh, who self-manage, but 75% of properties here in the U.S. are being self-managed. Uh, we see a lot of battling going on for the 25% share, um, or 35 as we have it, at some, depending on what your news source is. Um, we want to go outside of that and actually tap into this large self-management market, which is absolutely ready to move into the professional hands. And a lot of different factors I discussed on podcasts in the past, one of them being economics, you know, tenants are being more, more and more protected by the government, and it's getting more and more difficult to self-manage. Baby boomers are getting older, want to just relax and not deal with tenants, toilets, and turnover, as my guest usually says. Um, and so I brought Steve again, right? Uh, Steve Rosenberg is an is a often guest on the show. He's a friend. Um, you know, he's the one of the guys that, if we jump on a 12-hour plane, I don't think we'll shut up <laughs> for the whole <laughs> ride. And we'd both be better off. Uh, and he actually drives those planes, right, as, a, as, as his main gig uh, or side gig. I don't know. Is that your side hustle, Steve? Piloting? It's, it's starting to become a it's, – uh, the piloting is starting to become a, a, a great part-time job. How's that? Is that That's a good awesome. way to put it? That is really good. So, yeah, no stranger to your know, policies, procedures, checklist. You know, as an airline pilot – you know, I imagine it's, it's, it's very, very tightly controlled and you have to really be absolutely organized on top of your game, very sharp. Um, so how you translating that into what's mesmerizing to me is how you translate that into your business. But I've added like this huge element of creativity because you do a lot. You do radio shows, you do videos. Um, you do a lot of things that nobody else does that turn your company into this massive success that is in the making, success in the making, right? We are all, we all are. Sure. Yeah. So my my hat's off to you. uh, And today, let's treat our audience with some really, really good stuff. Um, As you and I, I was on your radio show yesterday, just a short, like a background, (laughs) or two days ago, I can't remember. And uh, and, and you said something about um, running, what do you call this, Investor Seminar Series? Uh, owner education series. So, sorry, owner education series. And I latched onto that. Even though we had different topics, I latched on. I'm like, hey, I want to know about this. And I think I think this is the opportunity in a lot of ways to go after the 75% self-managed market, which is not there's, it's not competitive out there. This is, a, as Scott Brady calls, a blue ocean strategy, right? So mm-hmm. why don't we dig in, Steve? You have been doing this for Empire. Tell us a little bit about like what started you into this building the uh, owner education series and how you implement it and what is it in, what is it, what is it comprised of? Sure. 
So the way it started was we started this um, owner education series. That the, the one thing, the way that we originally started it was we wanted our current clients to feel special. And we wanted to have it as a point of difference that we would give them something that maybe a competitor wouldn't give. And that something was the feeling of belonging to a club. So what people, you know, people go towards clubs. You have, you know, Costco, you have Sam's Club, you have uh, airlines that have clubs, they have memberships. There's a reason that they do that. And they create these, you know, these tribes and people like to be a part of something and they want to feel special and they want to feel that they're treated special because people don't leave your company for price. They leave because they feel you don't care. And statistically, 68% of people will leave your company because they feel that you don't care about them. It has nothing to do with the, the price point of what you offer. And obviously they equate price with value and they don't see the value, so they leave. So we, we created this owner education series to go after our current owners to help them feel special in the sense of these owners that are just like Pete myself, that are investors, that own properties, that have, have questions, because we all know that there's no rule book when it comes to owning a rental property. And there's things that they want to know. And a lot of these people want to buy more properties or want to get into the property business, but they just don't know how to even get in, right? The, the Ferris wheel spinning and they don't know where to jump on. And so by us having this owner education series, at first was for our current owners. So one thing that we did is we would grade our current owners, A through D, okay? So you want to grade your owners because D is a bad owner and a bad property. A C is a either or. It's either a bad owner or it's a bad property. It's one or the other. A B is a good owner, good property. They don't give you any problems. Whenever you have a maintenance issue or you have something, they're no problem, no problem at all. Just get it done. Those are good owners. An A is everything like that, but they refer people to you. Mm -hmm. So they're raving fans. So what we do is we try to say, okay, the D's unfortunately have to be fired at some point because they will suck the life out of your property managers and out of your team. And that is why people will leave because they'll say, you guys just don't call, answer the phone. And it's not that they don't answer the phone. It's that they're on the phone all the time dealing with the D owner. And that D owner is never going to be happy. So we found in order to empower our team, you give them the ability, they don't get to actually fire them, but they get to bring it up and say, look, this guy's a D owner because of this, 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 and this. And then the, the team can make a decision as to whether another property wants them because they get a revenue share of what they make. Um, or they can make a decision to, okay, we just got to get rid of this guy because he's, he's the 80% that's sucking the life out of the company. So, so in any event, the C's, you try to become B's. You try to upgrade them to B's. Um, and by doing that, you have the A's and B owners. So the first recommendation is, is all, I feel that all property management companies um, or any company in general should grade their clients and, and spend the – it's the 80-20 rule. Spend the – 80% of your time on the top 20% of your clients because that's where you're making your money. You're making your money on the top tier, not the bottom tier. The way that you do that is you, you know, so we, we go back to this owner education series. That owner education series is, you know, you can do something where you can do a personal invite to the A and B owners where you actually call them up and you say, hey, you know, you're a valued client. We're doing an education event. I'd like to personally invite you. And do you have a friend? Would you like to bring a friend free of charge? And we're going to give you a VIP seat in the front with a nice little gold badge. And you're going to get to sit up front in the VIP section, reserved, front row. So now what happens? They want to bring a friend. What is this friend? This friend may be a potential client. 
because people hang around with other people, right, that are like-minded. Mm-hmm. So now you've got it prospect with you and that you are going to be able to talk to down the road, but you're, you're showing them the environment. This person wants to feel kind of proud that he's got a special treatment to go to this event and that he gets VIP treatment. So now all of a sudden you're bringing them to this event and at the event, you're giving them something of value. And the things of value are you, let, let's just say, for example, we did one, I, I think I told you it was called find it, fund it and forget it. So we had a wholesaling company there and they were talking about how they find deals. What's a good deal? What's a bad deal? What do, how do they quantify a good deal? They're not selling their deals. They're just telling them what they do and how to identify what a good deal is, what a bad deal is. That was on the find it. The fund it was we had a hard money lender there and he was talking about how they go ahead and they fund deals for investors. And then the forget it was us talking about how you forget about the deal and leverage it out. So, so there. Yeah. So, sorry, take it quick because I, you know, as an organizer of a conference, uh, you know, basically a suicide mission, um, don't recommend it, but it's a lot of fun if you get it right. Um, you know, you have to curate the content. So just a real sort of uh, maybe a little bit of advice. Do you actually, how do you pick the partners to come and speak and how do you vet them? And is there a process there? Yeah, so one of the things we do is we create strategic alliance with certain partners that are very like-minded to us. So these are people that we continually do events with. Number one, they got to have a database, right? Because mm. we want their people to come. They have to have a reach. They have to have a sphere of influence that we can get in touch with. We want people that we wouldn't normally get in front of, right? So the people that we have partnered with, now we have, have a long-time relationship with both of these two sponsors, and we do events with them. They do events with us. So in the Houston area, we're very well known and they're very well known. So you want to have someone of equal level. We don't want it to be where they have, don't have any business and we're bringing all the game. They got to bring something to the table. So if somebody's okay. starting out, Steve, if somebody, so a lot of our, uh, our listeners here, um, I think aspire to do those events because that's a really good way to, to just get to know your clients and, and, and get more clients. And again, not, not, you know, not fight in the bloody waters, but go in the blue ocean. But people don't know sort of where to start. Would would good advice be find find people who currently do events who relate to your industry? Maybe reach reach out to them. How would you go about starting this? Well, the first thing you got to do is you got to understand what a strategic alliance partner is. So, a strategic alliance partner is someone who is in your industry, but not conflicting. So, for example, a a wholesaler, a plumber, an electrician right? A lender, a title company, real estate agent. These are all people that are in our sphere of influence in our industry, but they're not competitors of ours. We actually complement each other. We have the same type of target, right? So whatever you're doing, you want to make sure that you have the same type of target. We know these guys, they have a great reputation. We've done a lot of stuff with them and we kind of have co-branded ourselves with them over time. Now, the way you start it is you very simply you can do it at your office with 20 people. It doesn't have to be this huge extravagant event. Okay. Now, couple couple things. Though, let me let me point out what you want to do with these events is you want to have now how big you are and how big you appear can be two different things, right? So it's how big you appear to them. What value are you bringing to them? So, for example, we have what we do is we have sponsors for the event. The sponsors are people that have booths or have tables at the event, and they get five minutes to speak at the event. Standard sponsor stuff. But they're the ones who pay for the show. They pay for the booze. They pay for the venue. And then they get time to speak. Now, 
think about this. If you were an investor that knew nothing about what was going on in the industry or you were a client of ABC Property Management Company or Empire Property Management, and you're going, man, I'm going to this event. Empire's putting it on. They've got plumbers there. They've got electricians. They've got- That's a big uh, value add. I 100% see it. I would go. It's huge because now they're sitting there saying, man, these people have a pretty big reach. The cost to us is basically zero because we're getting other vendors to pay for it. We're getting in front of other co-like um, people because the other, the other people that we're speaking with, they need to bring as much to the table. They need to have as big of a database as we do. And they have to, you know, again, we all have to, to be the ones that are, you know, having the main goal. So it's got to align with it. You don't want to, you don't want to have someone up there that says, you don't need a management company. You don't want those people. You want someone that their, their message is cohesive to your message. And, you know, you, one thing you could do too is you could have an owner success story. So have one of your clients that's an owner say, Hey, would you mind coming up and just speaking for a couple minutes about your success? So now all of a sudden you've got someone in there. Now, now you've got credibility and validity because you've got one of your clients. How proud is this guy going to be? And how much is he going to sing his praise saying, man, I'm asked to go speak. Like for our radio show, as like you said, we have our current owners on the radio shows every time. And they, we talk about, you know, challenges and, and, and buying properties and what scared you and what, what was the difference from your first property to buying your fifth property and what's the goal. And again, that's an inspiring story for someone sitting in the, in the, in the back going, huh, I could be that guy. Like that guy's just like me. He's not in a, he's not this quote unquote investor with 30, 40 properties. He's got five properties. He's got a nine to five job. This is doable. And they're, they're, they're seeing like-minded people. They're seeing our clients mixing with us. They're seeing that environment and they're getting that culture to go, yeah, these guys are doing something. So it's just, it's something of value that it's, it's actually, it's a zero cost, but you're actually, think about it this way. What is the acquisition that you're getting of a referral of someone who comes with a buddy who's an A and B owner, chances are they would be an A and B client and they're coming and they're seeing all this going around. They're seeing people up there speaking. You're kind of creating your own buzz for zero cost. Right. And now you're taking that, you're, you're putting it on Facebook, you're live streaming it, you're promoting it. You know, if you go on our Facebook page, you'll see that when we promote these events, I mean, we, we blast it everywhere, I you see. know, and it's, it, yep. you know, so, so that's, those are things that you could do that you're creating a culture and, a, and an environmental, like a difference without any cost. It doesn't cost you. It could, it could be a zero cost or it could be minimal cost, depending how big you want to be. Um, but it's just you're, you're tapping into a market that you wouldn't normally tap into. People, people that come to this event may not think that they need property management. They may not even know if real estate's right for them. Then it goes, hey, could I talk to someone about helping me buy a property? Yeah, we can help you with that because we are full brokerage. Okay, could you have maybe a free wealth building one-on-one strategy session? Yeah, we can help you with that. You know, 30 minutes with Peter or myself, you know, we'll talk to you. So you do these things of value to them. So all of a sudden, you're, you're, the, the objections that they have, you're canceling them out in a massive amount. Yeah, I got you. Man, you unpacked a lot of things. We laid them on the floor and we're playing with them. Let me let me sort of like let me try to tie put a little bow on a couple of things and sort of like right. uh, for people who are looking to start, I think the take key takeaways and as as I, as I say this, please feel, feel free to correct me. I think the key takeaways is you know start with your clients. Those are the easiest people to bring in. Uh, start with your A clients specifically. Go to Steve's advice. Rank your clients. Start with your A and B clients. Invite them over. Give them something of value. You know, include food and beverage and what have you. You can do it in your office. 
right? You don't, ha- or you can rent an office from a, from an attorney buddy, right? A, a, you know, a law firm that's specialized in real estate. You can use their space and use them as a speaker. So go in there, strategic alliance, like align yourself with complementary businesses that serve the same constituents, right? Same this, as you mentioned, plumbers, attorneys. Um, what, what else you got there? Uh, you know, rehab people, loans. Well, even and so. Real, real quick, Alex. A couple, a couple things on that. Number one, you could go to restaurants, and restaurants, as long as you buy food or appetizers, they'll give you the rooms for free. Hmm. So you don't, you don't necessarily need to rent big spaces. But if you, if you pay for food and appetizers, which you're going to have something there, right? Drinks or something, you get a minimum, which is normally covered by the sponsors. They'll, they'll give you the, they'll give you the space in the back, the, the room. And so, so that, so you can find that there, depending on the size of the crowd, right? You got to test and measure where the crowd is. The other thing is, is when you're talking about other people, you have to identify who is the target that you may be going after that doesn't realize they're a target. And this is, this may segue more into a marketing conversation. As, that's fine. That's, that's part of this, right? We got to bring, we got to put bodies in the seats. Right. So one of the things you want to think about is for us, we know who our target client is. Right. We know exactly who our target client is. So our target client is 35 to 65 years old, makes over 75,000 a year. They have disposable income. They understand the value of leverage and they like real estate. Okay. So we know that next thing we have to ask ourselves is where does that guy hang out? And it's mostly male. Statistically, it's a male. So we say, okay, where does that person, statistically, it's going to be a guy. Where does that guy hang out? Where is he? Right. Is he on LinkedIn? Is he at the roller rink? Is he at the mall? Where, where is he? And how do I put a marketing ad in front of them to entice them? Well, for us, think about this. Doctors, dentists, right? People that have expendable income, they fit all that category, right? Maybe financial planners, maybe advertising in those types of mediums to get in front of them. So there's ways to get in front of people that you're, you're doing a, a you know, you Facebook retargeting, those kind of things, but gotcha, yeah. you have to ask yourself, how do you get in front of, you know, having a financial planner speak at this event, they've got a large database of people that have expendable income that are looking to place funds. Absolutely. How about CPA? CPA could be a good one. It goes on architect design. You know, there's, there's all these associations, right? So one of the things we do is we go speak, I go speak in, you know, other states and stuff where, where price points are higher because they could buy five houses in Texas for what they buy one in Seattle. So what do I do? I go speak in Seattle and I redirect them here. Then I start finding out, okay, well, who are your friends? Who do you hang around with? That's I want to, now I want to get in front of them. Right now, again, that goes off a little bit from the owner education series, but, but again, you're, you're targeting these people, let's say in your area on Facebook and you're doing ads, who do you want to go after? Who do you want at this event? I don't want the guy that doesn't have a job and he's looking to flip properties and he has no money. I want the guy who's an engineer that's making anywhere from a hundred to $300,000 a year that's saying, what is this real estate? I don't understand it. Well, come to our event. We'll explain it to you. A lot of people and, are like you know that, we, especially here in Silicon of, Valley, man. My my buddy, my one of my best friends, Netflix engineer for life, has been there for as long as Netflix has been. He's seen the stock, you know, balloon, and and he's so and he's like worried about all this money in the stock market. So he's got on bigger pockets. He's like really and he's engineer mind, right? So they're self educating, right? They're self educating, and and that's his story, man. He just bought his first home. Um, but it took him a year, <laughs> um, you know. But but this sort of seminar like this can short can can short circuit the process because he can meet the right people there at your seminar 
and sort of shortcut the process and go right into, you know, doing doing the right decisions in 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 you know getting into the to the freedom of passive income eventually. Yeah, I mean, it's again, you're you're the 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 it's like fishing in the ocean, right? Like uh, Scott Brady said, it's 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 the blue ocean, right? It's it, you're, you're fishing in that ocean. You're just maybe maybe you're using the wrong bait, you know, and, and you're not you're not seeing that you know you don't know what the best fish is, so you're never going to catch it. If you don't know who your target client is, that target client's going to walk past you every single day, and you're not going to know he's a target. And other companies deal with that target client, so why not align yourself with them and say, hey, let's join forces, let's do this event, and now don't forget. Now here here's the other value. You got the plumber that sponsors it, right? Hey, it's it's I don't know X dollars, two hundred fifty bucks for you to for you to have a table and you get five minutes to speak. Think of all the value that that plumber is getting. Number one, he's getting in front of people that he wouldn't normally get in front of, so that's marketing. Would you pay two hundred fifty dollars to talk to two three hundred people that are are your target client? I would, right? I mean, we know acquisition cost cost yeah. per lead, cost per strategy. Yeah. That's a great cost per strategy to get them, right? Part of the deal is is they get the, they get everyone who attends they get the list and then they can market to them, right? So anyone who attends, they can have the list. That's part of the gig, right? Now, think about this. Are you giving value to the people who are there? If I'm an investor and all of a sudden a plumber comes who's reputable and you have a company like mine that manages, you know, what, 900 houses and we go, yep, this guy is a stand-up guy. He's the guy you should use if you need an AC guy. There's value there, right? Anyone in the anyone in the audience is going, all right, that's good. You know, they're they're giving value. I mean, so this everyone is understated. Value can win. This is understated. You know, thirty percent of construction jobs right now are, are unfilled. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You can't find like I I had my house um, here in uh, near Yosemite, um, and you know, three thousand home little community. Uh, it was remodeled. The the person who was doing the remodeling just left. Just just picked up and left. Man, whatever. He had other jobs somewhere else. And I can't find anybody. I literally would Maybe. pay a referral fee to get introduced to somebody who can work on my house and finish. That's ridiculous what's going yeah. on. So that, that is – especially is. now, it's a huge value add to get some of these trade people who are quality, vetted uh, to meet um, you know, for, for the investors. I, I can see the value right there, man. Well, yeah. And, and like I said, you're, you're, you're creating – again, you know, you, we're, the whole idea here is how, how does – how does ABC property management get more clients? Well, think of everything that gets unpacked in this one night, right? There's a lot of value for everyone. Your current owners are seeing value. They're, you're basically reinforcing to them that you are the company they want to do business with, right? Then what you're doing is you're showing a point of difference of anyone else out there. Because when we talk, people would say, when you're, when you're talking to these other companies, find out what day their owner education seminar series is. And they're like, they're what? They're like, Exactly. Exactly my point. They don't even know what it is because they don't do it. So do you want, you know, and, and our thing is, is, you know, do you want to be transactional or do you want to have a relationship with the company? Do you want to make smart decisions or do you just do you want someone to ring the cash register? Because that's what it boils down to. We're here to make you have you help you make smart decisions in your investing strategy. This is part of the education process that you need to go through. Do you want someone to ring the cash register? Probably not the right company for you because we're trying to make you as a smart investor not just someone who takes your money. And by doing that, our proof is in the pudding. We have owner education series. We open up our vendors to you, right? We have other people come in to talk to you about being a smart investor, construction people, you know, plumbers, inspectors. I mean, we have, and so you can pair this up. And, you know, again, when it goes to this owner education series, you can have 
you know, 20 minute segments. Each, each speaker gets 20 minutes. So, you know, you set it up where you have the first 30 minutes is, is mixers and happy hour and drinks, cocktails. Then two sponsors speak five minutes, five minutes, 20 minute conversation or 20 minute presentation rather. Sponsor, sponsor speak five minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes. So you, now you're an hour and 30 into it. You know, you start at five, five thirty, you know, now you're into five thirty, then you're into uh, 30 minutes. So you're into six, then you're into six thirty. Then the last one speak, speak, right. And then 30 minutes. So you can get six sponsors, six sponsors at 250 each. That's a thousand dollars to cover the cost. Probably now, should cover the cost. That's for the larger event. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds like the math really works. Um, what, let's scale it down again for somebody who's just starting out. Uh, would you recommend sponsors, uh, right off the bat, or would you recommend to sort of self finance this for a little while and just bring the speakers in? I, I think the sponsors add depth to your roster. I think the sponsors are good because it's showing that you have, you know, you have validity when you have a plumbing company there, you have a title company, you have a financial planning company. They look, they want to sponsor it. They want to get in front of these people. You're not, it, it's, it's value all the way around. So I don't, I don't see a reason. I think it's better. I think it looks more professional and you have more depth to your roster by having these professional people. You know, they don't have to have a booth if they don't want to have a booth or a table or they can just stand there and pass things out and mix with people. You know, if it's small and you just have five, 10 people, you can just have them there talking. But again, I think it starts adding value because, you know, we do them every quarter. And so every quarter you got to change the topic, right? And, and maybe even change out some sponsors. So you want to rotate all these people through um, and you want to make it so that the topic is good. And then after I would do a survey, you do a survey of everyone who went, what did you like? What did you not like? What would you like to hear again at the next event? What topics would you like to hear? Like one time, everybody wanted to hear the story of Pete and I about how we messed up so bad buying houses when we first got into business. That's what they all wanted to hear. They said, we want to hear your guys' story. So we did an, we did an owner education that talked about our screw ups and how we messed up and all the problems we had. And, and that was, that was an owner education and, and they loved it. So, but we wouldn't have known that if we didn't do a survey and ask them. But don't forget, that's the way you got to remember the whole reason you're doing this is to get more clients. That's the whole reason. You got to remember the reason for having it. You're trying to get more clients. So how do you do that? It's the follow-up after. Mm. Hey, let's have a one-on-one -on -one strategy session with you. Let's talk about what you learned. Let's, let's kind of unpack this, you and I, quick 30 minutes. But the goal is to get them your, you know, what people don't understand is the, the cheapest client acquisition is getting your current clients to purchase more. So if every one of your clients bought one more property, you would double the double, size of yeah. your business. That's, that makes sense. Without, yeah. with, with zero acquisition costs, right? You would decrease your acquisition costs of what it currently costs you. So the, the question is, is how do you do that? Well, you do that by adding value. And now you just got to, that's kind of the top of the funnel, right? It's all about, you know, we know funnels and stuff. That's the top of the funnel right. that you just got them back into the funnel. You re-engage them. And now, you know, again, you have a success story about a client who was with your company and bought more properties. So they're putting that, you're putting that in their filter as to their reticular activating system, right? Because all of a sudden now they're thinking about that, like, huh. And, and part of the survey could be, you could have a three or five question survey. Are you happy in your current investing career? Are you where you thought you wanted to be at this stage in your life in investing, would you like to purchase more properties without doing anything? Right. What are you doing? You're funneling them to where you want them to go, which is have a conversation with you about how do I buy more properties? How do I get more investing? Cause we all know it doesn't work with one property, right? Most of the time they buy one property, maybe two or three, and then they fizzle out. But if you said, Hey, I could help you quadruple your net worth and double your income without lifting a finger. 
and I can do it. You don't have to do a thing. We can help you make acquisitions, whether you do it internally or you sub it out to someone else. We can help you make smart decisions. We can advise you whether or not it's a good deal or bad deal. Then we can take it. We can get it ready. We can get it rented and we can get you and you don't do a thing. Hands off. They're going to go, okay, because that's part of your goal. You got to re you know, the, the problem, I think a lot of management companies is it's kind of like realtors. They're so focused on getting the first client. They keep moving on and they never go back to that first client to re-engage them. Most of these people get into investing and they know they're not going to be successful with one door. They know it's going to take five to 10. Cause when you first talk to people, you know how it is. I want, I want to buy 20 properties. They get to like three and then they, they, they fade off. So then you're like, okay, well, what happened? Like you wanted, you wanted all these. Now you don't have that many. What went wrong? And they go, well, life happened. You know, I had a kid, a job and this, and that. Like, but they still have the money. They still have the desire. They just don't have that funnel. Now you're just, you're kind of recharging them. Mm. And that's what this owner education series is doing. You're just, you're, 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 you're kind of shaking the trees of your own trees to get your current owners to keep buying and bring your acquisition costs and, and, you know, price per, per lead and all that down. But you've got the lead. And then my, the next thing is, is you put them on a drip campaign, you know, you use something like, like Jordan software and you get them going on the drip campaign and you start reengaging them about why appreciation net, you know, uh, equity capture, deep, you know, you start sending them information on that. Now you're re-engaging them to buy properties and re-getting them energized as to why it makes sense. So it sounds like, right, you have to have well-formed, you have to have content in place that is helpful and uh, that, you, that you can trickle um, um, or drip to them, right, past the initial engagement yep. and try to engage them one-on-one. Um, but I imagine you also not only sort of reactivate your existing clients, but you will also get a, a good number of prospect leads, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because don't forget, what are you doing with this? I'm going to have to change headphones here in a second. Um, what are you doing with that? You're also – hang on a second. Sure. So while Steve is changing um, his headset, I think his Apple um, iPods are battery, – battery died. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, I've been on, I've been on, I've been doing script training with my team and, and other stuff. So, can you hear me okay now? Yeah, actually, it sounds really good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, what one of the things that um, what you what you forgot is you're having your A and B clients bring a friend. Right. There's a reason for that. Now you're trying to set up a consultation with the friend. Hey, why don't we just talk? Obviously, you're interested in real estate. Let's have a quick conversation about it. Let's see if maybe it's right for you. What what are your concerns? What what's stopping you? What are your goals? Now you have a you know, and and the whole thing you're doing again. This is the top of the funnel. The next thing you're doing is you're having a conversation with them to talk to them and say, okay, let's have a first thing you do is what are the goals? Why why would you even like real estate? You came to this event because of a reason. What is that reason? Now you start going, okay, what are the goals? Where do you, where do you see yourself in 20 years? Tell me what your life looks like. Well, I, I see myself having you know 10 properties at 10,000 a month cash flow. Okay. So what's the strategy? And that's Disneyland, right? That's where we're going to Disneyland. Now, what's the strategy to get you? What are the freeways we're going to take? Well, we got to take the five freeway and the 405 and the 91, and that's how we're going to get to Disneyland. So, okay, so we got to buy this property. Then we got to buy that property. Maybe you have to refinance a property. Maybe get a positive geared property, a negative geared property. But you come up with a strategy. Now you are adding so much value to this client. They're going to go, I'll pay whatever fee I have to pay. It's, it's irrelevant because the value these guys are giving me no one else is going to give. No one else does owner education series. No one else has a wealth strategy building session. And, and one of the things that, that you should also do for, for the people listening is, is 
re-engage them after a year or two. You know, a lot of people are so afraid to ask, to, to talk to their clients and go, hey, how's it going? Are you where you want to be? No, why? Is your property performing the way you thought it would perform? People say, I don't want to do that. They may fire us. Well, look, if they're going to fire you, they're going to fire you. <laughs> that conversation either way is not going to have anything to do with it. But you want to be able to engage them and have that conversation to know, okay, is this something that makes sense for us to do and get you on the path. So now you're having the strategy session and they're finding their, their what is the property that they like. So they may say, I wanna get something with 10% equity. I want a, a 6% appreciation. I want this, I want that. Okay, those are the parameters. Now when a deal comes across, they say, is this a good deal or a bad deal? And I tell them, I don't know. Let's go and see if this aligns with your goals. Mm, that's very good, yeah. It, it may be a good deal, but it doesn't align with you. And that's, you know, I've had conversations with, you know, a lot of people from California obviously come to Texas and buy property and they're looking at some of these deals like a, you know, I had one guy, he, he wanted to buy a 30 unit complex and it was a low income complex up in our Fort Worth office. And he was asking me about it. And we started talking and I said, look, it's not that it's a bad deal, but based on what your goals are, it's not a good deal for you. And here's why. And I, and I, and I laid it out to him and he was like, man, I never really thought about that. But he's like, Actually, he goes, now that you mention it, all those things make sense. So I tell him, I said, listen, if you just want me to ring the cash register and say, yeah, buy it, I can do that. But I'm not being a good partner to you. Part of this, part of this is it has to work for both of us. Or a client for life uh, with, with uh, you know, consultation, consultative, and, and you know, care about them at the end of the day uh, will um, we'll sort of we'll position you as, as a lifelong you know, partner. And that's, you know. How many referrals are you going to get over time? Yeah, so uh, you and I both are very, very aligned on this, on the mindset of, um, you know, providing more value than anyone else. Um, you know, part of the reason why I'm doing the podcast, you doing, you know, you're doing a lot of different things, including owner series. You know, yeah, it is going to financially benefit us, but it's a long game. It is a long, it's a very long game. And one they, of the they, things that, yeah. this is Pete, I, I'm going to throw this out there. I hope it's not controversial for you, but Pete and I got into a discussion at, uh, what was it called? Broker owner, you were not there. Uh, and he's like, well, what's the point of doing seminars if, you know, if, if I, we don't sort of, we don't know what the ROI is. And I, I see Pete is, like, Pete, isn't he numbers guy? Is he numbers guy? Very numbers. Very, it's like very my, like my John. It's like operations. Like, it's like yep. what's, the, what's the value? What's the ROI? Like, I need the ROI right here. That's fine. I understand that. Um, and we track our customer acquisition costs. This is a long play, isn't it? This is not, I think this, you can realize the ROI out of this over a period of maybe six months, maybe even yep. a little bit longer. And it's not that easy to track all of it. Uh, well, there's how a do you How do you justify it? Yeah, so th that's a good question because it's funny, you know, we'll, we'll do an event, right, that we're sponsoring or we're doing, and Pete will say, that's great. How many leads did we get? Like, we just did it last night. You know, yeah, yeah, but how many, how many contracts did we get from it? Yeah. And there's a difference between direct marketing and branding. So a lot of this is branding. You know, it's, it's, it's you're creating a sphere of influence, and you're creating that environment that people say, you know what, that's the company to go to. They're the ones that's, I, I don't believe that it's going to be a one time, one and done. And Pete's more of a one and done. Like, well, we had a conversation. Why should we ever talk again? We talked once. We should never talk again. Right. That's, that's how he thinks it is mine. Right. right well, right. you know, what's the reason? And, and my thing is, well, we set up the first phase of our relationship and now we're going to phase two. And this could be a six month courting process with you. And a lot of people it's, it's the, to me, it's the continual, all of a sudden they're going like, man, like people that know about um, us and empire and me, they go, 
man, I just keep seeing you guys popping up everywhere. You know, I just keep, it's just, it's that repetition. And I think the repetition is the key. I don't think it's the, the quick in and out, in and out. And that, that's just, you know, Pete and I have a difference of opinion of that. Um, luckily, I get to win that battle. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, he, he feels like, you know, why, it's a one and done. Why, why keep going? Well, that's like, a good balance between you two, right? That's a good balance. Because if he let you just be in the sky all the time, oh, uh, yeah. I think that would not be good also, right? It would not be good. It, it would not. It, we joke, if it was up to me, we would have probably 5,000 doors and it would be like chaos. Nobody would pay. Everybody would be running crazy. If it was up to him, he would have two properties. Nobody would talk to him, but it would run smooth and efficient and it'd be a perfect scenario. So right. we meet somewhere in between, right? And, and you have to have that, you know, that, I don't know if you ever read that book, Rocket Fuel. Uh, you have the visionary and you have the integrator. Very, very similar. I'm the visionary, he's the integrator, right? And you, you have to have that balance. So, you know, when we talk about doing these events, you know, people say, well, what's the acquisition cost for every client at this owner education series? It's like, I don't know. We have a lot of our current owners there that are going to repurchase. So how do you factor that into the cost? Yeah, but that, that's a th but you can if you really if you really sort of purposeful about it, you could probably go and really sort of dig dig into it and understand it. But I think it's going to take some time. And at the end of the day, this is a branding play, as you said. But it's also a branding play that 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 pays for itself and provides a massive upside. A massive it's upside. Massive. And right? one of the things that you could do too, especially like with Facebook, is you can have a like we have a, a empire client only investor Facebook group, right? So that's something that they're getting of value that they're finding out about this first. Again, in this Facebook group, you can have deals before they hit the MLS. They go into this group. It's only our clients that get it. No one else sees it, right? We have a, we, maybe we're going to say, hey, we're going to, you know, for the first person that responds gets a free wall painted in their rental property when it comes vacant. Free, we'll, we'll paint one room for free. Mm -hmm. First person that responds to something. Again, it's just first person that shares it, first person that brings a client. You know, you're getting that, that tribe that, again, goes back to that club mentality where they're getting these things. When we stream it, we may stream it only to the, to the investor group or certain specials are only streamed to the investor group and then we'll turn it on for everyone else. So again, you're wanting them to feel like they are a part of something. And, and again, the, the, the biggest key here is to get your A and B clients to feel that special that they want to go and they want to bring their friends because everybody likes to brag, right? And that's the key is you want them bragging about you to their friends. You know, the five people you hang around with, you make two to $3,000 on average and you probably think alike. So those are the people you want to have in front of you to be able to, to brag to yeah. and, and have that conversation. Well, man, this was, uh, this was an amazing topic. Um, this is, I, I, one of the, well, I, 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 I love talking to you in a lot of different ways. One of the ways is uh, on our podcast interview, I have to speak a lot less. Because you sort of just, <laughs> you laying that value so, th and dude, I had this whole thing planned out, right? So I was going to talk about, you know, the content of the seminars and, and, and the marketing of the seminars and, and who to speak. And I have this whole plan laid out and you just kind of went through it naturally without me having to even ask the question. So that's awesome, man. Thanks for making my job easy in our audience the ultimate winner because this was very, very good. And I'm actually going to borrow some of this for my business. And uh, Steve, thanks a lot for really sort of dissecting this and giving us a model here. How can people reach you if they want to talk to you? Maybe they want to, I don't know, um, reach out to you, ask you questions. Maybe they yeah. want to get some consultation from you. How do they reach out sure. to you? 
Yeah, so they can they can just email me direct Steve at Empire Industries LLC.com or they can go to our, our website, Empire Industries LLC uh, .com or, or Facebook. And you know, the one thing that I will say that, that Pete and I I think do a very good job of is, you know, there when we were learning, we had so many people help us. You know, when I first when we first started going to NARPA, I remember we met you. Um, we met a lot of people that were very, very nice to us and, and helped us out. You know, Brad Larson's Kevin Knights of the World. Um, Eric Weatherington, so many guys that were just so helpful to us when we started. Um, you know, if people have questions, we're, we're very good at, at helping them out and giving tips. And, you know, to us, we don't think that, you know, we're a success, you know, on our own. We, we think we're successful because of all the people that helped us and, and that we've learned from. So, I mean, if we can help people out, we have no problem giving our, our advice and our tips. You know, I mean, we have people that come to our office. They say, hey, can I, can I come by your office and check out what you guys do? You know, it, it's a it's a it's an environment. It's a community. I think all of us have that. There's not many of us. Right. And there's not many of us that that are really, really succeeding. And I, I don't I don't see myself as one of those guys that's super succeeding. But I think I'm one of those guys that's in the trenches that every day is battling. And, it, and it's success in the making. That's what I say. It, it's man. The making. Yeah. yeah. And, and you and I talk a lot. And, we're and, you know, shovels, man. We're shoveling. It's not yeah. all. It's not all roses. But hey, um, uh, those of you guys listening, let me just uh, interpret a few things. If you knew, NARPM is National Association of Residential Property Managers. Highly recommend you associate yourself with NARPM if you're not already. Exceptional organization. What a way to really sort of build a business, get started, and really not make the same mistakes. Um, you know. Uh, over and over again, learn from somebody who knows how to do it. Organization is great. Brett Larson runs uh, the Mastermind Property Management Podcast. Definitely look that up. Very deeply in industry guy, operator of a successful business. Um, definitely an entrepreneur. Been there, done that. Um, and, of course, I highly recommend you follow Steve's company, Empire Industries LLC, on Facebook. I do that to kind of see what is going on and how he runs his business. A lot of it is very transparent, and I like that a lot. Like yesterday I saw a show. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I saw a show of one of your – I had the salespeople who lost a bet, and it was drinking a yeah. shake with sardines and, and, pan, and spam and wasabi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was – well, How was it entertaining, man? He was throwing up yeah. in the garbage can. It was yeah. amazing. Great video. It, it, was the, uh, it was the new sales manager, and he bet the sales team that – they couldn't hit the number and the number was like 30 properties where we're hitting like in the forties right now. So they were like, you're on. So we hit, I think we closed 42 properties last month or nice. something like that. And, uh, so they all got to pick what was going to go in the drink. So everybody, all the people, everyone on the sales team got to pick a, a product and he did it. I give him credit, man. He did. I, ugh. so, so now my best was 60, 61 doors in a month. So they're trying to get 62 doors so that they can uh, have me make the drink, which I really don't want to do. Ooh. But I'll I, I look forward to seeing that on Facebook. So, guys, if you want to see how, how to run sort of a, a fun and fast-growing shop, go to Steve's, follow his Facebook, check that stuff out. Um, Steve, again, we got to end this because we'll never end if we don't yeah. just – just I'm mean to, to, to say our goodbyes because I think the next topic is inspiring the team and, and running running a company um, and sort of running the team and inspiring and, and really sort of making that a, uh, a culture of success. I think you're yeah. good at that. So I'd like to dig into that on uh, future episodes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Steve, thank you very much for all your wisdom. See you soon. Bye-bye. See you guys.